welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca, and today I'm actually on my way to a car show. Um, there's a little local show uh, not too far from us, um, so I'm actually driving Peggy to my parents' house, and then I'm actually swapping over to Lulu um, because we're on uh, the singer stand. Uh, for the day at the local show. Uh, So Peggy's getting a little bit of a run this morning and then a nice rest after our holiday this week, which is what I'm actually going to be talking about on today's podcast. So if you follow me on any of the social media that I've got, so I'm on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook uh, with the Passenger Seat Podcast. Um, you'll know that we've been away for the past week or so uh, with in the Lake District. Um, we have kind of a one-week holiday every year, um, me and my partner, and uh, we take Peggy as our car and uh, kind of pick an area of the country to go and explore. About two years ago, the first year that we had Peggy, it was Wales. Um, last year, obviously, we uh, did the New Forest, Hampshire, and kind of all in that area. And this year, we chose the Lake District. Um, we moved the holiday a little bit further forward this year um, to try and have a little bit cooler weather because it was so incredibly hot last year when we went. Um, and that worked quite well for us. Um, it meant that we weren't so warm driving there and back. and. Um, we had kind of a pleasant time in the sun, but we weren't uh, absolutely roasting. So that was quite nice. So we set off on Friday the 1st. Um, it was going to be about 243 miles, I think it was, um, for us on the way there. Jamie took the first part of the drive and he drove Peggy up the A1 from uh, kind of Peterborough area where we're based all the way up to uh, ferry bridge services and uh, reasonably no problems there Um, and that was actually the longest that he'd ever kind of driven a car for constantly outside of kind of lessons and things like that when he used to have longer lessons Um, so did really well and we got to ferry bridge and had uh, a break stretch of our legs um, and a swap of drivers Uh, before we hit the M62 and we went along the M62 for a little bit but when I'd been planning uh, this trip um, as to where we were going to go up the country uh, I'd noticed that we were going to go quite close to Halifax probably the closest to Halifax that we'd ever go um, with most of our trips and a few years ago uh, when I was uh, looking for kind of pictures of Peggy online before I'd owned her, I'd come across these pictures of her at a little garage there that used to be called Little Garage Classics. Um, And I sent a load of emails trying to work out kind of who had taken the photos and and managed to track all that down. And I spoke about that in the podcast about Peggy's history. Um, And given that we were being so close, I thought it'd be really nice to have another brief stop off there at the kind of garage where the photos have been taken and recreate those photos. Um, and it was so I printed off the photos from online 
and I was able to kind of do a, a little comparison shot, um, which I'll insert here if you're watching on the uh, YouTube. And um, it was really nice and it was oddly kind of emotional to think that those photos were taken in I think 2016 or 17 um, and she's still going, still kind of not had any huge major work, she's probably due a little bit of body work in the not too distant future but she, she was still kind of as she was then um, and a little bit improved in places I think which was quite nice. Um, we then kind of looked at where the route suggestions were for us to carry on up to the Lake District and saw that there was kind of two that were on big main motorways and one that was kind of going to be a little bit more scenic across some of uh, the Yorkshire Dales and then up uh, through some little towns and villages and things. So we went for that option um, and quite quickly realized why it was kind of the third option as it was some quite steep hills we ended up on a one-track road in the middle of a, a pretty rainy situation um, over uh, a great many uh, steep hills and it was very scenic but it was not a very smooth road at all we were banging and clanging all over the place um, and uh, <laughs> It wasn't, it was certainly not the most peaceful hill-based journey that we did that holiday. Um, but we came down from there, uh, went through some lovely little towns and some back roads and things like that. Um, and eventually got to our hotel, which was based very close to Lake Windermere um, for about, I think it must have been about five o'clock. Um, we'd, we'd taken our time, we'd obviously had two stops and we'd set off uh, around um, 10. So uh, a reasonably gentle journey up there um, and 243 miles behind us with, with no issues really. We uh, unpacked Peggy, checked into the room and everything um, and then decided that we could do with a stretch of our legs from the driving so walked into the nearby Windermere uh, for some dinner and we went to a place that I think was called Brown Sugar um, and sat up on their balcony and it was a great position for sitting there and watching uh, cars go past, watching people go past, watching dogs go past. There was quite a theme to the holiday of watching dogs and cars. Um, and. Uh, we managed to kind of spot a few interesting number plates and things whilst we were enjoying our evening meal. Um, as we got to the end of our meal, uh, the rain came um, and I hadn't brought a raincoat because it had been lovely weather when we left. Um, so it was quite a, a soggy walk back to our hotel um, to then dry off uh, and get ready for the next day. Um, I knew that we wanted to go to the Lakeland Motor Museum at some point during our trip and whilst Jamie had been driving the day before I had been looking on their social media and things um, and realised that 
that Saturday was the first Saturday of the month and they have uh, a meet there for kind of anybody to come and take part in um, right outside the museum so you get kind of nice prime parking um, and it meant that there'd be loads of other cars for us to look at as well as the museum so it'd be quite a fun um, extra kind of piece to visit in the museum so we decided that we would do that first thing Saturday morning so we drove over really lovely drive basically along the edge of Lake Windermere um, and we're reasonably early so got a really nice spot under some trees with uh, kind of near their caravan and things that they've got in the car park and uh, started wandering around filming some bits taking some photos um, and the gentleman who was kind of arranging everyone into the parking uh, was uh, Chris and uh, he spotted us filming and taking photographs and uh, came over and had a chat and asked kind of what it was that we were up to and I said that I do the podcast um, and I was quite excited to hear that he'd actually heard of the podcast um, and uh, so offered us to kind of go around the museum on kind of compliments of the museum so I'm actually going to do a whole separate podcast about the museum and the the meet because it was really fantastic I loved the museum it was really nicely laid out I had a lot of fun kind of spotting lots of the little tiny bits that were kind of hidden away in sections of the museum and um yeah it was just a really nice I, I mean we got there at 10 for opening um, we probably didn't get into the museum until 11 after walking around all of the things um, outside and then um, and also we had some really lovely conversations with some of the owners as well it was really nice how welcoming everyone was to us having kind of basically just turned up um, when I know that there's quite a few regulars that go to it and uh, yeah we had some really nice conversations with a few of the owners as well and then went round the museum I spent so long in the museum and I'll tell you all about that in that separate podcast that's coming um, then we went to the, the cafe and had a really nice kind of drink and a little snack before we went round the Bluebird exhibition uh, which was great and then uh, kind of took a few more photos of Peggy in front of uh, the museum before we headed uh, off and we, we weren't gone really before two o'clock uh, we really spent a, a good amount of time there it was well worth uh, heading over and it would have been definitely worth the ticket price but as it was I ended up spending the ticket price and some in the gift shop so um, bonus there really when we finished there at two o'clock we decided to head up to uh, Bowness on Windermere um, and have a walk round there, a walk round by the kind of lakeside down there and some of the shops. Um, I really, in, I'm, a, I'm a big Beatrix Potter fan uh, because of kind of it being a big part of growing up uh, for me uh, because my grand was a big fan of it. and. Um, so I really enjoyed looking around at lots of the little Beatrix Potter shops um, but also in Bowness and Windermere was 
weirdly the first of two Christmas shops that we went into um, and that was really uh, nice even though it was absolutely roasting outside uh, we enjoyed a little walk around uh, the Christmas shop for sure so we spent a good couple of hours walking around there um, and enjoying kind of sitting by uh, the lake and, and dog watching again um, and then we found a really nice uh, Thai restaurant um, so we had our evening meal uh, at that before we headed back to the room um, and kind of recovered from what had been really quite a busy day. Sunday was a little bit more chill. We had kind of a lazier start to the day. Um, I went in the hotel's pool for a little bit um, and then we headed off around lunchtime to uh, Ambleside, which is kind of the opposite direction to everything that we'd done the day before. Whilst we've been sat watching uh, the boats on the lake and things, uh, Jamie had decided that we should hire one of the little self-driven boats for a little bit of time um, on the Sunday, um, but wanted to do it from Ambleside because Windermere is so busy and so crowded. Um, so we thought Ambleside would be a bit more of an uh, easy drive, uh, less things to crash into um, and uh, things like that. So we booked that for about 3.30, I think it was, um, on Ambleside Lakefront. So we parked up in Ambleside, um, had a walk around a few of the shops and things. Um, and whilst we were doing that, we noticed a sign for some waterfalls. Um, that were only a short walk away from kind of the main town. It was kind of a quite a surprising little bonus to Ambleside. And uh, hiked up there. Um, Peggy had been left in, uh, in the shade in quite a nice little car park that we'd found near uh, the bridge house. Um, and yeah, we had really enjoyed the walk around the uh, waterfalls it was nice to have kind of a surprise waterfall uh, visit um, and we went from there to um, a, a little taco place that we'd spotted for some lunch before we went back to Peggy to grab some of the camera equipment that we could set up on the boat and um, check on her before we walked down to the lakeside um, and spent an hour out on the lake in a boat. It was huge amounts of fun. Um, I definitely recommend it. A lot of people do the kind of tours and things like that. If you get a map of Windermere, you can kind of work out reasonably well where everything is, what everything is, without having to um, do a, a big crowded tour boat or anything. And the self-driven boats were so much fun. Me and Jamie had uh, a lot of fun taking turns at driving um, and there was a few speedboats out on the lake at the time so we kind of used those uh, to get some waves uh, to ride into uh, to shake the boat about a bit which was quite fun um, but absolutely gorgeous views from the lake uh, from one of the little self-driven boats we hugely enjoyed that um, it was then kind of a hike back to the car all the way up the kind of hillside of Ambleside to the car. Um, 
and then we decided that having spent so much time out on the water um, that we really needed fish and chips for tea so we picked up some fish and chips and quite near to our hotel there was a, a viewpoint that you could park up on and um, watch the kind of lake and the sea so we parked up there and had a car picnic with our fish and chips which we regretted enormously the next day when the car absolutely stank of fish and chips um, we had to purchase uh, an emergency air freshener um, to try and uh, overpower the smell a little bit thankfully it's all gone because uh, I had to clean the car out yesterday for a wedding uh, that I was uh, helping a friend out with and uh, yeah it was a, a beautiful way to spend the evening just kind of watching watching the sun and, and the lake uh, eating some fish and chips um, from my car The next day I'd found online a kind of instructions for a classic car tour that kind of took you around a lot of the places that you kind of want to tick off having seen in the local area um, and, and things that you want to do like if you've got your, a car that you're particularly fond of you might enjoy the prospect of taking it across the Windermere ferry I certainly did um, so uh, we embarked on that uh, we drove down to the ferry uh, and then were the first cars on the ferry which was pretty exciting got over the other side and uh, were then on our way up to Beatrix Potter's house uh, hilltop unfortunately it had all booked out I checked like the the ticket availability the night before and it was quite Quite a lot of tickets available so I hadn't booked because I wasn't sure what time we'd make it across on the ferry and things um, but it was all booked out so we kind of drove on and parked up in uh, Hawkshead and booked ourselves tickets for the following day um, before we uh, had a kind of quick drive through Hawkshead um, and then it was up to Tarn House. Uh, which was a somewhat challenging drive um, but really beautiful regardless um, and we parked up at Tarn House um, had a, a walk around some of the lake and also down to waterfall number two uh, which was Tom Gill Falls I think um, really lovely waterfall there um, and reasonably uh, easy to get to and the whole of Tarn House was absolutely gorgeous. It was one of my favourite stops that we'd done on the trip over the um, whole week because it was just so peaceful. Tarn House doesn't have kind of any boats or swimmers or anything allowed on the lake. It is purely for kind of conservation and, and wildlife and it was lovely to kind of just sit by the lake for a bit um, and just watch for wildlife and things. Headed back to Peggy and had a further challenging drive um, down from Tarn House, um, interrupted briefly by some cows um, that were thankfully moved on by some very kind walkers who uh, kind of shoe herded them out of the way. Um, and then to Coniston. Um, and obviously we'd been at the Lakeland Motor Museum in their um, Bluebird experience. 
and so to sit at, at Coniston Lake as we did near the car park and just kind of have a, a cup of tea and a few snacks for our lunch and just look at the lake and try and imagine uh, the Bluebird K7 going across that at the speeds that it did it was just absolutely mind-blowing um, and to kind of think about the the kind of history and everything that that lake had held for the, the Campbell family was yeah re really nice way to just kind of sit and take it in um, with a cup of tea um, and then we went from there to uh, Yew Tree Farm which is now kind of a hotel accommodation rental property kind of thing um, but had been used in the film Miss Potter as a dupe for Hilltop the filming um, so I got a picture of Peggy outside there interestingly on the Sunday I bought some top trumps in Ambleside and they used a photo of her yew tree farm for Hilltop rather than a photo of Hilltop um, on the top trump card um, so that was quite peculiar um, but yeah enjoyed that but by that time we kind of lost signal a little bit on uh, the kind of instructions for the, the route that we were supposed to be taking um, but we could kind of see where the points were so we were using that plus uh, the big map the pictorial map that my dad had got us of the Lake District um, a little while back and um, tried to kind of navigate our way through it we knew that we had to go up kind of near the Langdale Pikes and um, as we did we kind of thought right well we need to go this way to uh, Great Langdale and we saw a sign that said um, hard knock pass 30% incline beware and we were like right I remember being told that hard knock pass was incredibly difficult we don't want to go that way we don't want to put ourselves through that today we'll go this way and see if we can get to things this way if not um, we'll kind of try and n navigate ourselves onto kind of the next bit so we went that way and it was quite pleasant and we had some lovely kind of drives in between two huge mountains um, beautiful traction of aren't there um, yeah so we had uh, a drive there nicely between two huge mountains um, and then found ourselves either facing reversing quite a long way back because the path had got so narrow or attempting um, quite an incline beside quite a lot of sheep um, up this pass and we decided we'd have a go so into first um, and revved our way up there um, and we were kind of wiggling our way around this narrow pass um, quite single traffic in a lot of places not huge passing places but we weren't coming across too many cars so it was okay um, and it was quite challenging in a lot of places and we kept joking wouldn't it be hilarious if we got to the end of this road and it at the end of it was that sign that we had decided not to do and we'd accidentally done hard not pass and as it happened that is indeed what had happened 
we had kind of gone the long way round, ended up going backwards through it, or, well, I suppose it's the right way from some directions, and um, ended up pulling out right next to the sign that we deliberately avoided. Um, so Jamie ran out of the car and grabbed the photo because I couldn't stop laughing. Um, we'd managed it really well, there'd been no issues. Peggy was doing fine. Um, and considering that every other holiday we'd had, we'd had hills that were just impassable for us. I've clearly got a little bit better at managing hills um, than I used to. Um, so that was really rewarding. Um, it was then kind of an attempt to get ourselves back on track, realizing that, okay, those two directions were not the right one. So we'll take the, the third option, which did indeed lead us on to uh, the next few stops, um, which were just some beautiful scenic views. Um, and eventually back to Ambleside, where we parked up, um, stretched our legs a little bit, and um, enjoyed uh, a really lovely pizza. Um, and uh, Jamie had a really nice uh, local beer in the tap yard. Um, and then whilst I was sat there, I was kind of looking at um, a few bits on social media and also the maps and I realised how close we were to Kirkstone Pass and given that we did just kind of successfully accidentally managed Hardknot Pass, Kirkstone Pass is supposedly easier so I said to Jamie what if we what if we go and do that uh, now and kind of go up whilst the sun is kind of coming down a little bit um, and see it from up there and he wasn't keen um, but I had the car keys uh, so that's what we did. So we drove up Kirkstone Pass after dinner, um, parked up for a bit and kind of took in some of the views, um, drove back, drove all the way over it, realised that to get kind of back to the hotel, we had to drive back over again. So that's what we did. Um, and I think of all the passes that we end up doing on this holiday, Kirkstone Pass was definitely my favourite. Uh, some really gorgeous views, very reasonable in terms of uh, the challenge level, and uh, generally just uh, a really nice view and quite enjoyable to drive. Uh, had a lot of fun driving on Kirkstone Pass. So that was kind of Monday. Tuesday morning we obviously had our reservation for Hilltop so we got the ferry back over again um, and actually managed to get one of the um, people that were taking the payments to grab a photo of us on the ferry which was quite nice. Um, we were a little bit early for Hilltop and they're quite uh, strict on when people can get into the car park and things so we parked up in a car park down near uh, the lake and kind of sat there and wrote some postcards in the car and a couple came over to us who it turned out were local Morris Minor owners um, who had spotted us pull into the car park um, and had come over to, for a chat. I suspect they were hoping to recruit for their local branch um, as the lady was the treasurer for the local branch um, and they very kindly said that if we were ever in the area again 
we'd be more than welcome to come along to their club nights. Um, but uh, it was lovely to kind of have a nice chat with some people about Morris Miners and things whilst we were waiting. Um, and then headed up to Hilltop. Um, Hilltop was uh, a really lovely walk around. Again, having so many memories of Beatrix Potter books and things growing up, it was lovely how they kind of put pictures of her drawings and things next to the parts of the garden and the house, etc., that they had uh, inspired. We had uh, a lovely kind of walk around the house and around the gardens, sat and had a cool drink in the shade uh, from the little cafe that they'd got there before. Um, before heading uh, on to Levens Hall. Uh, now Levens Hall was a place uh, that I had kind of realised was in the area thanks to a really old copy of the Singer Owners Club magazine that uh, I'd recently got hold of from the National Weekend. It was actually the second National Weekend that I had attended on the front cover, um, but the first one I had attended in a singer. And um, on the front cover you can see my dad's car in Levens Hall so along with all the other kind of cars that were there so we decided to go along uh, to there next had um, entrance to the gardens and the house uh, so we went in the house first and enjoyed uh, a walk around uh, in the house um, not any footage or anything of in there because they don't allow photography but there was some really interesting uh, pieces of information and photos and things like that that we really enjoyed and then um, we uh, went out into the gardens and the gardens were really the, the best part we really enjoyed uh, walking around the kind of toperies uh, and things like that um, in the gardens and, and, and making the most out of uh, what was a really lovely day of sunshine. Um, but regardless of that, we were kind of all done by about three o'clock. Um, and we noticed that we were really close to Kendall. So we thought we'd pop in um, uh, and see kind of what was there. It wasn't a great deal. Um, we enjoyed um, another Christmas shop. Um, I managed to post my postcards and um, have uh, a walk around a lovely little vintage clothing store um, but other than that we didn't find a huge lot I don't know if it was because of weekday or, or whatever um, but we had managed to get parked up in a lovely covered over car park next to a very lovely well-used Volvo um, that had unfortunately lost its headlight wipers um, but um, we managed to get a nice picture of Peggy next to it, which was quite nice. Um, and Peggy was lovely and cool, thanks to it being a covered car park, when we came back to her to head to Windermere for um, a burrito shop that we had spotted earlier in the holiday, um, which was called Bandito Burrito, um, and had the most amazing burritos there, out in the sunshine on their kind of patio area. Um, and uh, tried a load of their hot sauces and things as well before we um, headed back to the hotel room.
the next day I had planned out a route that meant that we were going to hit three waterfalls and three passes. Um, so we set off uh, up through Ambleside towards Keswick um, along some really scenic, beautiful roads um, and then eventually came around the bottom of uh, Derwent Water to hit our first waterfall which was Leodore Falls. Um, it was quite a challenging waterfall to get to uh, but really beautiful and really hidden away behind a hotel that had named itself after the waterfalls um, but had been a kind of lovely drive over um, and then we drove on from there through Honister Pass um, and it was windy it was rainy um, but you kind of eventually climb your way up there through very windy steep roads um, and the views are incredible even on a cloudy windy day um, and we parked up to give Peggy a bit of a break to have a hot drink because we were a little bit cold. I'd only got shorts for the day and it was quite windy and rainy. Um, and to have a wander around kind of the little slate mine shop and things that they've got set up there, um, which was really interesting. Um, and yeah, it was just gorgeous to kind of stand at the top of where kind of they'd got the shop and, and look down into the rest of the paths. Um, and that's what we drove through next. And it was quite enjoyable, um, really kind of lovely views um, and uh, really fun to drive. So out of the two passes, I'd recommend Honister and Kirkstone to drive. The next pass was uh, Newlands Pass to get up to Mossforce Waterfall and that was very challenging very steep there was i can't even remember what the warning was for that one um but we made it to the top and you kind of drive around this corner and you can see the waterfall from where you park your car uh, so i managed to get kind of one of my favorite photos of kind of peggy next to a waterfall in uh, the lake district um, up a very difficult hill that we'd managed and as we had pulled in and parked up from the other direction, a couple had arrived on a bike, on their two bikes, uh, their bicycles. And um, we kind of climbed up towards the waterfall at about the same sort of time. And uh, they set themselves up to eat their little picnic up there. Um, and we had a little chat with them because uh, they had fond memories of Morris Miners um, and were quite impressed to see one that had made it all the way up. Um, and they asked us quite a few questions and honestly at the side of a waterfall um, in the Lake District um, is probably one of the most peculiar places I've had conversations about Morris Miners but it's uh, it was certainly quite a view especially as from where we were sitting we could see Peggy just sitting in the car park um, cutely surrounded by the most beautiful scenery it was absolutely gorgeous from there we kind of carried on across Newlands Pass um, and then over kind of the top towards Allswater where we stopped for Aero Force waterfall um, and again a beautiful drive over there parked ourselves up it's just such stunning scenery it's one of the best places I think I've ever driven um, I loved every second of driving 
and it wasn't until the, the next day where I was like, oh gosh, Jamie, do you want to do any driving? And he was like, no, actually, I'm enjoying leaning out the window um, uh, and uh, just watching the scenery from the passenger seat, which suited me just fine. Um, down past Allswater, over Kirkstone Pass, um, and back to our hotel for dinner. And I think that was one of the latest days that we were out. Um, it had been really nice, really well filled, and uh, to hit three waterfalls and three passes in one day, uh, it was one of our favourite days of the holiday. Thursday was our last day in the Lake District. Um, we hadn't got anything planned, so the night before we'd actually used the Top Trumps pack to work out things that we'd done and then things that we hadn't done, weren't interested in, and things that we might be interested in. And uh, decided that we would go first thing in the morning to Ray Castle, which was the other side of uh, Windermere to us, and really uh, park up and enjoy a walk around the castle and the grounds. It was actually the place that the Potters stayed for the first time uh, when they visited the Lake District um, and what made them fall in love with the Lake District. And I can 100% see why. It was absolutely gorgeous. We spent so much time after we walked around the beautiful castle and the restorations that they were carrying out there. We spent so much time just sitting by the lake on the little beachside bit, um, watching the, the water watching kind of things go past we had the typhoons fly over the top of us a couple of times not something the potter family will have experienced but it was quite exciting um, we went for a little walk and managed to find this little stone viewpoint that you could climb up onto um, and get kind of right out into the the view of Windermere um, and we had that to ourselves for a good period of time a little bit more of a walk a little drink and then uh, sit down and uh, watch some more of the lake. It was really gorgeous. Um, and then we headed off to Grasmere um, to um, kind of have a walk around there. Um, but yeah, I had a lovely time there, managed to find a, a lovely little gallery that was selling art prints at a very reasonable price. And so we bought one of Kirkstone Pass, which was my favorite pass and also of Beatrix Potter's house um, to put up in our house as kind of a lovely little memento of, of uh, what is my favourite trip that I think we've ever done um, as, a, as a three, me, Peggy and Jamie. And uh, yeah, had a, had a lovely day there and then um, went to back to Bandito Burrito for tea um because it was our favorite place that we'd eaten on holiday and managed to be the last kind of people that they let uh eat um because they were closing early on thursdays and um really enjoyed kind of sitting there um out on their patio again watching kind of cars and things go past headed back to the room packed ourselves up ready for the trip home the next day I took the first part of the driving on the way home um, and we kind of kept it simple for the drive home, hit the uh, M60, uh, M6 
down and then the M62 across until we got towards Huddersfield um, because we planned to stop off at the carding shed or the All Can Cafe um, in Holmfirth for our little kind of halfway stop. Um, unfortunately there were some roadworks and things on nearby so we couldn't get Peggy up close to it for a nice photo but we did have a lovely wander around all the garages and a kind of watch of them working on some of the cars uh, before we um, sat down and had a little bit of uh, lunch and an absolutely amazing milkshake um, and walk around the, the kind of displays in the cafe and all the way down to the toilets even um, before we got back on our way um, and I think it was uh, another 230 something miles on this particular run um, had a lovely drive over some more of Yorkshire as uh, we headed uh, back towards the A1 as we hit the A1 we did a driver swap um, and Jamie did uh, the last part of the journey as I was getting quite tired and it was really quite hot by this point we'd had a lovely last two days of the holiday with sunshine but yeah that was our little drive uh, home and then it was a case of unpacking the car and having uh, a chill time and preparing myself for this weekend because obviously um, did my friend's wedding yesterday and uh, as a favour to her and uh, then uh, we've got the show today. So I hope you've enjoyed hearing about our, our little trip. It was absolutely fantastic. If you've got a classic car, I could not recommend more highly taking it to the Lake District, taking it to the Lakeland Museum, and also having some wonderful driving around. You don't have to do the passes, but it's a huge sense of achievement when you do, um, and hopefully you'll have a fantastic time. Peggy behaved immaculately. I can't believe how well we did. Um, and I'm just, I've got huge fond memories of the whole trip that I know I'm going to treasure for a really long time. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed hearing about it and perhaps been inspired to have a week long holiday somewhere in your classic car. But in the meantime, drive safely and happy motoring.